0: My unit is a Dodge Ram pickup truck, fully marked on the sides, very large (laughs) letters. I'm on the interstate and I'm doing, I'm doing about 65 and 60. And this guy like comes flying up behind me and he is tailgating. I'm talking, he's probably three feet off my bumper. Well, as soon as he gets a chance, he whips around and just
1: guns it and goes past me. And he went by me so fast, about sucked the stickers off the side of my unit. Happy April Fool's new episode today. Just kidding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when they see a 50-minute up ep- or whatever long this episode, i they're just like,
1: oh, it's nothing. It's just a blank. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if you made it this far past the April Fool's joke, welcome back to Drive With Us podcast. <laughs> a podcast where we explore driving cultures around the world by bringing on a new guest each episode to talk about the crazy things they've experienced on the road who they are as drivers, and how they became the driver they are today. I'm Bhavneet. And I'm also (laughs) Bhavneet. April Fool's. (laughs) Just kidding. And I'm Taranjeet. I want to
2: know, do people still play April Fool's jokes? Because I feel like it's just not a thing anymore.
1: It was totally our generation and above. I don't know if it's a thing that,
2: yeah. Do people do it? I feel like it's been a while since we've done April Fool's jokes. It's just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Who cares? But if you did play a April Fool's joke on someone today, or you have in the past, share it with us on Swell and come join the conversation over there at Drive With Us Pod. Or you can just come in our Discord group, share it with us there. We love to hear all the tricks that you played. And if it's still a thing, like, I seriously wanna know do people still do it? Feel free to skip this little update if you like to jump straight into our guest stories for this episode. But we wanted to be a little transparent with you guys and update you on what has been going on in our lives. So many of you may know this or may not know this, but creating a podcast takes a lot of time and a lot of work. And with us not doing this as our full-time jobs and working full-time in addition to creating this podcast, we don't want to sacrifice the quality of this content. And we always want to put out the best content for you guys because we want you to be able to have and entertaining experience. So because this takes a lot of our time and we've had so many days where we felt like we've been overworked or super stressed because we wanted to get these episodes out and we didn't want to let you guys down and got to so many points where we were like, oh my gosh, we can't do this. Like we need help, but we can't afford to pay for help. So if you guys would like to help us out and show support to your Favorite podcast, hopefully, we're your favorite podcast. <laughs> One of the ways you can do this is just simply sharing our episodes with your friends and families. This will help get the word out and it truly will help us out to be able to continue to grow this show. And if you're like, but I want to do more than just share your episode, how else can I help out? Well, you can become a Patreon on our Patreon. We just set that up, or simply just buy us a coffee at Buy Me a Coffee. You can find us by searching "Dry With Us Podcast on there. And in addition to supporting the show through becoming a patron, you'll get cool little perks and bonuses like a up sticker or air freshener, episodes one week early, and lots of other extra content. So be sure to check the links in the sh- show notes to come support us there if you're interested. And if you're like, oh, I want more of you guys and want extra bonus content, We are also now on Stereo, so it's basically like a live podcast where we're just having conversations on our driving experiences and driving-related topics, and you can actually come and join in on the live conversations by submitting your own questions, your own stories through voice clips. So if you follow us on our Instagram, we post announcements on there of when we're going live on Stereo, and we hope you'll join us there. And as always, thanks for choosing to drive with us each and every week. All right, let's get into today's driver. Today we're speaking to a motorcycle cop, and in order to protect his identity, he is going to be referred to as Iceman during this episode. So this is not his real name, but just so you know, Iceman. April Fool's it's a- his name. <laughs> yeah, April Fool's is his name for real. So today's driver, Iceman, is a full-time law enforcement officer who has been an officer for 25 years now in South Louisiana and is a motorcycle cop for 20 of those years. He is married to his lovely wife, father of four kids, and grandfather to six, and hosts the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast. As a motorcycle cop, Iceman shares with us what life is like as a Leo on a motorcycle. Please take a quotas, and please car chases. He also shares with us the time he was recently involved in a stolen car chase, a story about pulling over a tailgater and almost running his sister
1: over. Let's meet today's driver, Iceman. Welcome to Drive With Us. Thanks so much for joining us today.
0: Glad to be here.
1: We love starting off the show
2: with your crazy driving story. So what would you say is one of the most craziest things you have seen while you're on the road?
0: Well, I was recently in a car chase about four months ago and uh i pulled over a car and uh ended up being a stolen car out of the state of alabama with stolen plates out of the city of new orleans the subject ended up being wanted out of mississippi for parole violation and I ended up getting in a car chase for most 30 miles on the shoulder of the road hitting speeds up to we hitting 125 135 at some points you uh, know subject ended up getting away from us I say us at B, uh, some state troopers. We went into another jurisdiction, them. And that night, the subjects broke into a dealership that sold 18 wheeler tractors, the trucks itself, and they stole one of those. And the next day, they ended up getting caught back in Mississippi, where they were actually arrested.
2: How long did this car chase last? Uh,
0: probably got 15 minutes. When you're doing 135 miles an hour, it don't take you. Long to eat up roadway.
2: So I guess it was easier to catch this guy because I know like the ones that you see on the news or something, it's like going on for hours and hours and then the person gives up. But I guess you had an easier time getting this guy.
0: No, we didn't catch him. He ended up, but him and his uh, female passenger bailed out, went into some woods and uh, the dog lost a track and that night they stole another vehicle and they ended up getting caught the next day in Mississippi. Oh, wow. 115 miles from where I had chased him from. They have several charges. They're not going to see daylight for a while.
2: <laughs> How often have you been in a car chase or does it not happen that often down there?
0: No, they're, they're not frequent. I've been uh, in law enforcement and sheriff's deputy for a total of 26 years now total. And I think I've only been in maybe five or six in the 26 years. So not too often in this area. We have some, we had some recently, but I mean, if you're not close to it, you're not going to get involved in it. Yeah. Being a motorcycle cop, when I got in that chase, I, I was in my unit at the time. I wasn't on a motorcycle, but as a motorcycle cop, I, I was involved in a few chases on a motorcycle and it's not the safest thing. One time the guy turned around on us to a parking lot and he was head on with me and I'm on a motorcycle. I'm not going to win that battle. So usually when the units get involved, you're in a motorcycle, you just kind of back off and trail
2: yeah i can imagine so since you are a motorcycle cop is there like a difference between being a motorcycle cop versus like driving a police unit as you said or is that like an option like you choose to be a motorcycle cop over the other option
0: yeah yeah you have to put in for it you know you go through. Now it's a, a 40 hour, I'm sorry, 80 hour course. When I went through, it was 40, but I went through advanced motor school. You have to pass the school, which isn't the easiest. I've seen a lot of people fail out. It's constantly training and stuff like that, but yeah, it's an option. You Most people put in for it. It's a specialized division. You get better hours. I don't have to work shift work, like uniform deputies in our area work 12 hour shift work days or nights. I get to work like a normal person, daytime, eight hours a day, Monday through Friday.
2: Yeah, that must be nice.
0: Yeah. So a lot of people want to put in for it. You just got to wait for your turn.
2: So then with being a motorcycle cop, are you more involved in all sorts of like traffic violations over the others?
0: Oh, I love writing tickets. <laughs> I am a ticket writing machine. So <laughs> my boss, when he wants people to slow down, he usually calls me. Because <laughs> I just write everybody, I stop.
2: So speaking of tickets, I know like a lot of people have said that there's like police quotas and stuff for tickets. Is that really a thing?
0: No, quotas are illegal in this state. I'm pretty sure it's everywhere, but quotas are illegal. They actually let me write as many as I want to. <laughs>
2: I'm sure you enjoy that.
0: Like like I said today, I didn't write any tickets. We had, I had some escorts and some other stuff we had to do, so. I didn't write any tickets. So if I go days without writing any tickets or I write a whole bunch in one day, though, my bosses don't care one way or another.
2: On an average, how many speeding tickets do you tend to give in a day?
0: On an average, I, I'll at least write 10 or 12 a day easily.
1: Is there a lot of speeders down there?
0: Well, we get on the interstate. There's, I don't care whatever you, area you live in, you know, I think there's speeders everywhere. Everybody, every, if somebody says they don't speed, they're lying. I tell everybody are They're like, Oh, I usually never speed. Look, everybody speeds. It's just when it's like gambling, you speed. And uh, hopefully you don't get caught. You may speed a hundred times and get caught one time. Dodds are in your favor, but when you get caught, just take your two.
1: Have you ever pulled someone over who turned out to be a cop?
0: Oh, all the time. My most recent one was, uh, the vice president was in Baton Rouge area. And I was outside of that area where I work at and, uh, but we're in close vicinity, and I pulled over uh, one of his Secret Service people that was heading back to their where they work at.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: I oh, I did not write the Secret Service guy tickets. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awkward.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can see that how awkward that would be. So, sticking on the speeding topic, is there like a set limit of how much you go above the speed limit that you would get a ticket, or if you just go even one mile over the speed limit, you could get a ticket?
0: By law, you can get a ticket for going one mile an hour speed limit. But most cops, like I'm a ten mile an hour guy, I usually give a ten mile an hour cushion. We got some guys that will give you fifteen. The safe thing, if if you want to go a little bit faster, I I usually tell people if it's if it's, the speed limit's forty, do forty five. I'm not going to mess with you if you go by me at doing forty five. That that's usually general law everywhere. You get them little towns and all over the place that have. You know, they don't give you any breaks. They'll pull you over going four or five miles an hour over. I just, I'm going to give somebody that much. I'm going to give somebody 10.
2: Well, it's good to know if we're around you that we have that cushion.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just let's hope you the speedometer's right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the other day I was right behind a local police officer and the person in front of them was going, I think only like three or four miles over the speed limit and they pulled him over right away.
0: Yeah, like I said, they got some places that do that. Now, if I'm doing... 55 and a 50 or 56 and a 50. Don't pass me up because there's a good chance I'm going to stop you. (laughs) I mean, that's just to me that that's just being disrespectful. I say going to somebody's job and cussing them out or something like that. I mean, I'm already I usually try to drive. I don't like driving fast as it is because if I'm speeding really fast, it's kind of hypocritical for me to give a person a ticket to when I'm doing the same thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I always try to do about five over just so I don't back traffic up don't pass me. I had a kid just yesterday. I was in a 60 mile an hour. I was doing actually 67. Well, he just passes me up. Well, I get behind him and follow him. He ends up doing 72. Well, he ended up getting pulled over, got a ticket. Well, he actually got two tickets because he had illegal wind window tint on his vehicle also. And I'm like, why'd you pass me up? Well, I didn't realize that you were a cop until I got beside you. I said, you just slowed down. I'd have left you alone, but you're going to pass me up. So he ended up getting two tickets and a lesson learned.
2: Yeah, that's what I don't understand When people, like, see a police officer, it's like, okay, you should slow down now. Like, why are you continuing to go faster? It makes no sense.
0: Well, by the time, if I'm sitting on the side of the road, if I'm on the interstate, I'm using a LIDAR, which is a laser. By the time you usually see me, I've already clocked you anyway. Because the the LIDAR, I mean, I've shot cars at 2,000 feet away. By the time you even notice I'm sitting on the side of the road, especially if I'm on my motorcycle, I've already clocked you. And so by the time you get up to me you decide to slow down, I mean, it's too late by that point anyway
2: that's true so you did mention another story of someone who was tailgating you and then they passed you
0: yes when i work a certain area a lot of times I'll, I'll go in my unit my unit is a dodge ram pickup truck they have given me it's fully marked on the sides very large letters it don't have a bar like that while i was out there i had my tailgate down i was working traffic and know uh, i'm on the interstate and I, i'm doing i'm doing about 65 and 60 and this guy like comes flying up behind me and he is and I'm talking, he's probably three feet off my bumper. Well, As soon as he gets a chance, he whips around and just guns it and goes past me. Pulled him over. I asked him, I said, you in a hurry? Well, no, I'm just going home from work. Here's your ticket. Pay attention next time. He didn't even notice I was a marked unit when he passed me. People nowadays are so engulfed in their phones and everything else while they're driving they're not paying attention to what's going on around them. So he, he got a nice little uh, wake me up. I think that's probably going to be about a 175 $200 ticket, I wrote him. So I'm sure next time he'll think about tailgating somebody.
2: Oh, uh, sure. When you started describing this story, it reminded me of what we witnessed not too long ago, where it was an out-of-state car who was in our state, and then there was a police officer in front of them, and they were also tailgating them, and then they went to go around them, And they didn't even notice this marked car, marked police car. And this police officer was trying to get behind the car who sped by, but then they realized, and they wouldn't let them get behind them. It was
1: so funny to watch.
0: That's the other car was blocking the cop from getting by. Yeah. I just pulled them both over here.
1: It was just one car. Like, I don't know how we managed to do it, but we were going 65 down this high, like, freeway, and they're just, like, this cop and this car, like, trying to, like, get behind each other and it was like so weird but he managed to get behind him and pulled him over
0: okay i've when I'm on my bike but on the interstate, i've actually pulled two vehicles over at the same time so just think because the guy in front of you speed and they're they just gonna get him and not me well sometimes i've gotten both of them
2: what would you say is your number one like thing you write traffic violations for is it speeding or is there like other things that you see that you end up writing tickets for
0: not five percent of it's speeding everybody's always in a hurry nowadays so everybody's speeding they just speed past you just give me the giving me the ticket I had a guy the other day passed me again on my way in had just come into my parish my jurisdiction i was doing about eight over the speed limit and he went by me so fast he about sucked the stickers off the side of my unit <laughs> and i told him every nice day and walked off after he got his ticket he can get mad get over it. don't i told him just don't pass the police up you won't get tickets a lot of times. Just slow down <laughs> a little
2: bit. Yeah, that's a great point.
0: Well, if you if you don't realize, it, if you, you start doing the calculations on it, going 10 miles and over speed limit and you're going to destination, you might only save five minutes if you don't get pulled over. You're really not saving that much time.
2: Yeah, that's very true.
0: Or if the guy had just been weaving in and out of traffic and speeding and trying to get somewhere and driving like an idiot and then you pull up at the red light next to him and you just kind of look at him because you were driving normal and you're still at the same place at the same time.
2: Yep, that's exactly how I feel when I see people like that. Every time. You didn't make it that far, did you?
0: No, but you did all that fancy driving.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So has being a motorcycle cop or just a police officer in general affected your driving in your personal vehicle? Like, Has it caused you to drive differently or are you able to separate driving as a police officer versus driving in your regular vehicle?
0: Oh no, my my wife hates riding with me in a vehicle because I'll holler and curse at people. She's like, they can't hear you. I said, I know, but it makes me feel better. <laughs> it's like I can't stand people being a fast lane. If the speed limit seventy, you're in the fast lane, the passing lane, and you're doing seventy. It's Like just scoot over. That's my biggest pet peeve is somebody that just they're in they're on the interstate and stuff like that, and they just are blocking traffic up. That's how traffic jams start. Just scoot over, people my wife just can't stand it because most of the time I'm either on a police motorcycle or or in a police unit, which most people, if you get behind them, they're going to move out your way because they don't want you behind them. So I actually have it on my police motorcycle on my back trunk of it. It says smile. I could be behind you. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. You
0: don't want me behind you.
1: But very true. Yes. (laughs) So speaking of annoying drivers, are you someone who tends to honk at other people?
0: No, I'm not a. Honker. They actually have a a law in the state of Louisiana. It's actually against the law to use your horn, except for a warning device. And I've actually written people tickets for honking their horn out of anger for no reason and stuff like that. So, no, I'm not a honker.
1: Oh, interesting. I didn't know that it was actually a law down there. Oh, yes. We need that over here.
0: (laughs) A lot of people didn't realize that it was a law either until they get a ticket for it.
1: When you first said that, I
2: thought you just... We're going to say honking's not allowed, period. And I was like, but then what if you need to warn someone? But then you kept going. <laughs> I was like, oh, OK.
0: I've used my finger at some people before, though. Not while I was working, of course.
2: <laughs> not on the job. Right. <laughs> so if you were given the option, would you prefer to be the driver or the passenger?
0: The driver. It makes me nervous sitting in the passenger seat when somebody else is driving because I don't have any control of what's going on.
2: Have you ever been in a car where you're a passenger and you were like, oh, I don't like this or I shouldn't have got in?
0: Oh, yes. Yes. Plenty of times. When I was a rookie cop and you had to ride with your senior officers and you do, you know, you're responding code three with lights and sirens to a call somewhere, and you're just holding on for dear life because they're driving, you know, really fast and you have no control over anything. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that sounds really scary. I don't think I would be able to sit in a car if someone was driving that fast.
0: It's definitely a different experience.
1: So how would you describe the type of driver that you are? And would you say that your family and friends would describe your driving in the same way?
0: I think I'm a, a good driver. My wife says I'm a horrible driver. <laughs> she'd, <laughs> rather, she'd rather ride a motorcycle with me than be in a car with me. But I think I'm, I'm fine. But she don't. Because opinions vary.
2: Would you say that there are, for lack of better words, uh, stereotypes associated with the drivers down in your area or are there like specific types of drivers down there?
0: We, I think we got about two. We got really slow and then really fast. There's really not too much in between. And some, I'm not going to say the state. There's one state that butts up to us and those drivers are horrible. I'm not going to say the state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I had the experience when we drove down to georgia people down there drive so fast and i thought people up here we're in maryland and i was like i thought people drove up here like really fast but we went down there and i was like uh i'm gonna be in the slow lane thank you
0: <laughs> all right just keep coming you'll, you'll find out
1: <laughs> i don't know if i want to
2: anymore
0: <laughs> it's nothing for me to go work on the interstate a in 60 mile an hour zone and pull people over doing 90 95 and 100 miles an hour wow Yeah, we got the the redneck rampages out here, the guys with the big giant jacked up trucks with giant mud tires on it.
2: Yeah, we live in a small town, too, and that's all we see around here.
0: Redneck rampage, you'll think of that next time.
1: (laughs) So now that we kind of know the type of driver that you are, and apparently opinions vary (laughs) about your driving, (laughs) um, let's go back to how it started. How would you describe your first time driving experience and who was it with?
0: I think I was with my mom and my dad. My first driving experience was getting behind my dad's old pickup truck that had a, a column shifter in it with my sister standing in front of it and not knowing you'd post, but had the clutch in and turning the ignition and almost running over her. Oh no. Fucking <laughs> 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 yeah. She survived.
1: <laughs> Good thing.
0: That was a very long time ago. <laughs> I know early eighties.
2: So how would you describe your? test like driving test and were you able to pass it the first time
0: no i had to take it two times i I passed the driving part the first time i had to take the written part twice i missed it by like two questions
2: did your test include the parallel parking because i feel like a lot of people we've talked to so far barely anyone's had to do parallel parking on their driver's test did you have to do it
0: no we we'd have parallel park not 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 in our region and there's not too many places you have to do that around here
2: yeah, I guess that makes sense. We did. And I'm just, like, shocked how many places don't have it, but I guess it's based on region. Yeah, but do
1: you know how to parallel park?
0: No, I'm not good at it. I've tried. I'll I'll back in or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a horrible backing up person.
2: Do you think that parallel parking should be a requirement on the driver's test?
0: I think that would depend on which rate where you live at. If you live in some big city populated area where you have to parallel park on a regular basis yeah like i said the region i live in we're small plan i mean except for baby in new orleans area other than that you never have to parallel park i don't think i've ever parallel parked in my life and i'm almost, I'm almost 50
1: wow that's crazy that you've never had to parallel park
0: no and if i did i'll just drive around find somewhere else to park
1: <laughs> yeah that was gonna be my next question what happens if you are in a place <laughs> where you had the parallel park
0: i just let the wife do it she backs up everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bonus question time are you ready
0: hit me with it
1: if you could make one new driving law what would it be
0: a one new driving law well it's already a law which which don't get enforced out here just driving in the fast lane no putting your makeup on in the car your mirrors are made for looking behind you <laughs> <laughs> not, not making yourself pretty
1: is that the craziest thing you've seen people doing while driving
0: I don't no! I've seen them reading books, eating a bowl of cereal, just oh watching the news. I pulled up next to one guy and he was watching the news on his phone while we were going down the road. I I I, don't, I didn't I don't know why this happened, but I saw this woman shaving her face. That was a whole different experience. <laughs> I, I didn't want to know. So. <laughs> I have uh texted real bad. I mean I see that constantly. People texting and driving which is just as bad, if not worse, as drinking and driving.
2: I can't imagine how that person managed to eat cereal while driving. And now spill it.
0: They were driving with their knees.
2: Oh, gotcha. Were they in, like, fast speeds?
0: We we were on the interstate, so we were at 65, 70 mile an hour speeds. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. I don't understand. <laughs> like, aren't you scared that you're going to, like, crash or anything? Like, your life is on the line.
0: It must have been Captain Crunch. It was too delicious to put down. <laughs>
2: Do you have any final thoughts or any tips that you would like to give other drivers?
0: I just want people to put their phones down and pay attention. Nothing's that important that it can't wait. Slow it down. Put your phone down. You know, that text message can wait. I hate to work. I hate working crashes where somebody's dead. And I got to go tell their loved ones. And when we do check their phone, you can you tell your last minute text message they were sending or something like that. Just leave your phone down. It can wait. Stay safe.
2: Yeah, that's an important message. And I feel like a lot of people won't stop doing it until something serious happens. Oh, no,
0: they won't. They only stop after that. I pull people over all the time. You they think they're drunk and they were actually texting.
2: So you do have your own show where you share more police stories. Where can listeners find you if they want to check it out?
0: We're on all the major ones. Motor Cop Chronicles podcast. I tell my stories. I have other cops on, uh, first responders come on and tell their stories. It's we're more comedy, and you know. uh, if you got clean ears, you might not want to go <laughs> <But laughs> I do get I, I do have a potty mouth most of the time, and I do just let loose. We just have a good time.
1: Well, sounds like fun. We'll check it out to hear more cop stories. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We had fun hearing about your crazy stories as a motor cop.
0: Well, I appreciate it. I enjoyed it. This
2: was a very interesting episode. I was so I guess interested. I'm saying interested so much, but it was so interesting.
1: Intriguing.
2: <laughs> Intriguing to hear the side of like what life is like for a motorcycle cop or just a
1: police officer in general. I like that he likes giving tickets. Uh, yeah, <laughs> That was funny. Yeah. Not but... to be on the receiving end, but yeah. Speaking of motorcycle cops, <laughs> <laughs> intentional. Um, have you ever been pulled over by a cop?
2: Oh, me? Are you asking me or are Uh you asking the
1: audience? I'm asking you.
2: Speaking of which, we need a word for people who listen to it. Like a
1: fandom name.
2: Like, I don't want to just call you Hello Drivers. Like, Hello Fellow Drivers.
1: (laughs) That's so boring. I
2: know. But we got to think about that.
1: But give us your suggestions.
2: I have I got pulled? No, I haven't gotten pulled over. But I do have a story of an almost pullover scare. I got pulled over.
1: I know you did it's your fault <laughs> it's not my fault it, okay i'm gonna tell my story oh, this okay, time fine. go first <laughs> so i was driving your car for the first time finally let me drive it and i was like okay we're just going to walmart like five minute drive right okay not take, even it's
2: like probably three minutes yeah. if you don't hit the lights <laughs>
1: yeah so it's like we're going for groceries like let me drive it okay so driving it right and i <laughs> yeah, get we got over it. the You're hill driving. Get out so, over the hill. Sorry,
2: you said driving so many times. I was driving the car, so driving it, so driving
1: it. I'm trying to, like, think of names, right? <laughs> driving, driving, driving. You knew I was driving, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Who was driving? You were driving. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so I made it over the hill, and this cop is coming the other direction. And I don't think anything about it. We're just, like, driving. See, driving. Still driving. It was
2: a- county sheriff it wasn't just like the town police officer or a trooper it was the sheriff
1: and then he just like turns around and all of a sudden see lights and our mom's like there's someone coming there's a cop coming by just pull over let him go around i'm like oh and then so i moved over and then he stopped behind us and i'm like what we're like
2: oh emergency move over for him (laughs) yeah
1: and i was going the speed limit okay if you know how nervous i get while driving i was going the speed limit And I'm like, why am I getting pulled over? Ah, Why am I getting pulled over? And why was I getting pulled over? Because the lights were not the right color. That's not my fault. I didn't buy this car. She's been driving this car for how long? Every single day. And I drive it once and I get pulled over.
2: The thing is, okay, I I mean, I go through our town, so obviously, but I've been driving mostly like in Baltimore County. And I feel like the police there are like, but you have, have
1: to get out of our town to get I know,
2: there. I know, I'm just saying, but I feel like the police there are, have other bigger problems to deal with that their like, headlight color is not something. I don't know. I'm also very invisible. If, like People don't see me. So yeah. that could have played a role. <laughs> and
1: everyone sees me apparently. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, so this
2: cop, pulls us over and he was like telling us how our headlights are the wrong color. like he was like you see those cars headlights that it's color like, that's I'm not col-
1: stupid yeah. but at the same time I didn't buy this it was like that and our dad apparently had asked him like is that okay and they're like yeah we'd gotten it checked by the whoever even though I don't know if that's exactly true but yeah they're, they're like yeah it's totally fine it's allowed it's like yeah in Baltimore where you bought it <laughs> Yeah, so we
2: explained this to the sheriff and he was like, No, (laughs) that's not a rule.
1: It's like Well, I didn't know that. This is my first time driving. Okay, why'd you pull me over? (laughs) But he didn't give you like a a ticket. A ticket that would go
2: on your record, was like a fix it ticket. Like fix it
1: and it'll be dismissed. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, but of course I was the one who got it, which is like unfair because you drove that it was your car and you've been driving it and nothing happens.
2: And I drive it in
1: the dark, or drove it in the
2: dark so many times, so like, yeah. the light color would be way more obvious. <laughs> yeah,
1: this was broad daylight. Like, if I had just forgotten to turn the lights on that day, no one would have said anything, because people drive without their lights on all the time. Yeah. But no, I had to be right, like, doing it the right way, and <laughs> turn on the headlights. Little Miss Good
2: Driver over here, following all the rules, yeah, minus the headlight he- color. <laughs> well... The one scare I had. I was driving to school. I think this was my car before this one. I've had a lot of cars, but that's a story for another time. (laughs) I was driving to university between the two campuses, so I was going to the further campus, and there's this zone that the speed limit drops where a police officer always hides to catch students. Like, it's the speed trap area. And I was going through it, and I was slowing down to the speed limit because I know 99% of the time there's someone (laughs) sitting there and this person was riding my bumper the entire time. I slowed down. They're like full on, on like if one brake, and they would have been on my car. That's how close they were.
1: One brake?
2: Yeah. If I hit the brakes, they would have been on my car.
1: Oh, I'm like, one brake? <laughs> it's
2: like so confused. <laughs> so I, I slow down, and then I see a police officer hiding. And I was like, oh, good thing I slowed down. And this person's behind me. So technically, we're like one car passing him. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> and then he flips Whoa, is that... What kind of uh, modified car is that? <laughs> and then he flips on his lights. And I was like, did he put those on for me? Or the person behind me? Because we were, like... He was so close to me. And I was like, but I'm going... Literally, I was going the speed limit or, like, dropping right below the speed limit. Like, I wasn't over it. And I was like, what is he pulling me over for? He can't be pulling me over. I'm not speeding. And then I, like, slow down. But, like, I don't pull over yet because I'm like, is it me? And then he... So, the car behind me pulls over, but then the police officer's coming, and he hasn't, like, pulled over yet. So, I was like, oh, no. It's me.
1: Uh. (laughs) So,
2: then I'm, like, stop, like, coming to a stop and about to pull over, and then he pulls up behind the other guy.
1: And I was like, oh, I'm good.
2: Keep going. Keep going. My heart was beating the entire time the rest of the way to campus and into class, the first class. Like, I couldn't get over it because it felt like I was going to get pulled over. But... I don't know if we pulled him over for riding my bumper or... Because, like, he he wasn't speeding because I was going
1: <laughs> the speed limit. He couldn't yeah. have been. So, but he was on your bumper. Yeah. So that was my scare. But, but- I feel like... I always get the cops that want to de- that decide that they're done or that they want to turn around at that moment or they just pull someone over and I guess they're getting back into their spot on the other side of the road because every time I drive past a cop, they either turn on their lights and turn around right behind me and I'm like, I wasn't speeding, but then they like get onto the side of the road yeah, and they're like back in my spot and I'm like, how dare you? Couldn't have waited until another car passed. <laughs> Why me?
2: Yeah. Your luck. <laughs> Thanks. I'm curious to know, have you ever gotten pulled over and what was it like? Was it for speeding? Was it a fix-it-up ticket? Were you the tailgater? (laughs) Yeah, were you the tailgater? Share your stories with us in the comments below or come join the conversation on Stereo because we're posting extra podcast episodes over there and they're live conversations. So you can actually come in and join the conversations we're having and become a part of it by submitting your own voice clips. It's super fun and we are aiming to be on there every week at a minimum twice a month. Um, You can find us at Taranji and at Neat over there. And we post announcements on our Instagram of when we're going live. So be sure to follow us and come join the conversation. But that was Iceman's story. And be sure to stay tuned until the end of this episode for a sneak peek of next week's episode. And if you haven't already, come join us on Discord, where we talk all things driving. And you can come hang out with Not just us,
1: but other fellow listeners. Thanks for driving with us. And now, a sneak peek. Moved all the stuff out of the trunk and the dog into the RV, and then we drove it off the lot only for
0: me to get it high-centered and stuck in the driveway of the spot where I bought the RV. I've owned the thing for like 10 minutes now. I have to go back into the owner of the shop and be like, hey, I got the RV that you just sold me that I just signed the paperwork and had the cash over for like not even 10 minutes ago. Hey, I got stuck in your driveway and I can't move. Literally the front bumper is on on the road and the back bumper is on their driveway and the wheels are just dangling. And he comes out, he's like, oh, we can fix that. I got a forklift. We'll just lift the back tires with the forklift and we'll be good. So he comes out there, he touches a strap to the back bumper and lifts the back of it up, rolls the front
1: tires into the little dip and takes the back tires back. And then you hear a crunch, crunch crunch